The Door County Pulse podcast is brought to you in part by the Door County Community Foundation, inspiring people to give back, to sustain, and advance the community that we love. To learn more, visit givedoorcounty.org. Hello and welcome to the Door County Pulse podcast. I'm Miles Danhausen Jr., writer and editor at the Peninsula Pulse. And today I get to do uh, one of my favorite things, which is talk to people of kind of my generation of Door County folks who came up through the restaurant industry and their new lives now that are so different than when I first met them as slaves in the industry. So, <laughs> nicely um, put. <laughs> and so, Yenny Bexel, welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you kindly. Thank you for having me. I can't believe this is the first time I've had you on the podcast. Yeah, but, what's wrong? What's taking so long? <laughs> it, it's like an anti-sweet thing. Oh, um, I, I get it. I get it. Uh, understandable. I, I always thought if I had you on, I'd have to have Freddie on, so I just didn't want to have Freddie on. Yeah, no, so. I get that. It's understandable. No um, hard feelings. No, I'm actually... Uh, I stopped by your coffee shop the other day, Sip, and it's only the second time I've been in there since you did a huge remodel and expansion there. Mm-hmm. And then as I was in there and it's such a cool vibe and everything, and I was like, wait a minute, I don't think I've ever had Yenny on the podcast. How is that possible? We've been doing this like five years. So how were, you know, like 250 other people ahead of you on my <laughs> list? I, I, I apologize. So first off, let's start with easy stuff. So you had Sip that you opened just a couple of years ago, and then like almost immediately had to expand dramatically. And it's like a much bigger, better space. But for the listeners who don't know, Yenny owns Spot and Space up in Sister Bay is where she started with retail up there, and then has grown to a second location in Egg Harbor, and then opened Sip, which is a coffee shop and restaurant and retail shop. It's like everything. In it's E-Firm. everything for sure. Kind of all this happens rapidly for you. So (laughs) how do you go from having a retail store and clothing store in Sister Bay to getting into the coffee business? Well, that was absolutely not part of the plan at all. (laughs) I I opened Spot in Sister Bay in 2013 and then opened Space underneath Spot in Sister Bay in 2017, question mark. (laughs) (laughs) And then Egg Harbor opened in 2019. And we're just big business. Like we go through a lot of merchandise and there's not a lot of back room in either of the buildings. And I was on the hunt for a place to either an existing warehouse or where somewhere I can build a warehouse for all the needs that we had behind the scenes. So I was looking for commercial property for quite a while and there's not a lot in Door County in any way, shape or form. And what was then it used to be the Rusty Rabbit. I went and looked at that a couple of times and it's actually six acres. So it was It was attractive because of the acreage. And I looked at the building and I was like, the building is fun. I can definitely do a fun retail store in here, but that's not what I'm looking for right now. I need a warehouse. (laughs) So I actually ended up making an offer on it and got accepted. And my plan was to build a warehouse in the back, in the back five acres or whatever. And the night that I closed on the property was November 29th of 2021. And I just invited a bunch of friends over to have a glass of wine and just like cheers the new adventure and asked we were standing in there drinking wine when the property was already bought. I was like, this should be something with wine. (laughs) (laughs) So it starts starts with wine. Yes, it starts with wine. I mean, every idea I've ever had starts with wine. (laughs) I got a Pinot Noir on that. (laughs) So, yeah, that was definitely not part of the plan. And after that night, I just 
two days later, I had the whole concept planned out in my head. And then I went to my brother. I'm like, this is what we're doing. You're coming with me. Let's do this, right? <laughs> I mean, my brother, Fred, who is the general manager at Al Johnson's, he's been in the restaurant business forever. He went to culinary school in Sweden. And he used to own his own restaurant in Sweden. And of course, him and I have talked about doing something like this together, but this was not part of the plan at all. <laughs> so it took me a couple of hours to convince him pretty much. And then it's just been full force straight ahead. I, I never knew he owned a restaurant back mm-hmm. in Sweden before yeah, he came he did. over here. He did. For the listeners, Freddie, to anybody in Northern Door, if they know him, it's just Freddie. Like yeah, probably yeah. half the people don't even know his last name. But or I that think it's the same with me, name. actually. People know me by Yenny and yeah. they don't know our last names. Yep. Um, <laughs> it's Bexile, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and Freddie's been at Al's since mid-90s, early 90s? 93 was his first year. Okay. So been around a long time, and it took that long before you guys branch out into your own restaurant here. Correct. Part of that is because Al's is a little bit busy and doesn't leave a lot of extra time, I'm sure. <laughs> Correct. And not a lot of branch out time for Freddie there. But especially the last few years where they basically opened a second restaurant in Stabur right next door. Correct. So you guys go in on this. How quickly was Freddie on board? Well, they took, like I said, it took a couple of hours for me to convince him. He's like, I don't know. I don't know. And then I'm like, well, we can do this, this, this. It's like, we can do whatever we want. It's our place. And of course, then the creative menu part jumps in. So he got super excited and we just walked around the building and we're like, we can do it this way. And this, like, it's just different when you can get to do whatever the heck you want. So what excited you about it? Because it's not, it's not like in the middle of nowhere, but it's kind of a weird location from the sense of like, you know, like downtown Sister Bay. All right, everyone's walking by. There's mm-hmm. plenty of pedestrian traffic. It makes sense. That North Ephraim stretch is... I think know, that's one of the attractive parts about it because sometimes in downtown Sister Bay, for example, there's no parking. There's like, you yeah. have to plan ahead where you're going. And we have... Well, we've added on parking twice already. Yeah. <laughs> so now we have lots of parking. So it, it's nice that you can pull in. You know that you're always going to get a spot. And yeah. we have so much outdoor seating. You can just chill in the back. It's very relaxed. But it's not like a restaurant row either. No. So, no. And it's not yet. that location had always been the Rusty Rabbit and kind of like something you could almost not even notice was there in a way. It's kind mm-hmm. of hidden. Like you can forget about it. So you create this thing and you're like, we're going to do this coffee. And usually coffee shops are located sort of like in the middle of towns too. Yeah. So you create SIP. How did this evolve? And I know you have like this design eye that kind of drives me nuts, <laughs> not because of the design, but because of the fact that you can do it. I'm just like, I have no design eye. Yeah. And like, I wonder, did it just spill out of your head, like fully formed what it is, like the bright colors and everything that. It's so weird. Like people ask me that all the time. Like, why do I come up with these color combinations? And in my head, there's no other way. There's, there's no, (laughs) like, this is how it has to be. So how I see the world in like (laughs) earth tones of grays and, and and blues and greens, you just see the world in like bright splashes. Yes, absolutely. I'm I'm talking to Yenny, by the way, right now, (laughs) and she's wearing the brightest yellow shirt you could possibly have on. So. And I got blue hair. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, it's, I don't know. It's. You're going to have a better day if you're surrounded by bright colors. It's just, it puts you in a happy mood. You can't resist it. <laughs> and, I mean, if you think SIP is colorful, you should see my house. <laughs> <It is. laughs> well, I have not seen your house, but 25, 23 years ago or so when we were both working in the restaurant industry, for those who know what an after bar is. <laughs> <laughs> we might have been a one or two together. Yes. I remember the the first time, like, a few people come over to your house for a party, and I'm, like, 21 or 22, and basically my apartments at that point consisted of, like, a bed in some sort of space. Like, yeah. no well, Usually a mattress no on the floor. <laughs> usually a mattress on the floor. Actually, 
at that point, I might have been living in the basement oh that gosh, is now did. space, yes, actually, which was a mattress on the floor of a basement with a <laughs> gravel floor, <laughs> a gravel, gravel floor. floor, literally. So then you go into your apartment and you had like everything was bright, colorful. <laughs> you had like cool shelves on the wall with actual books that were interesting. <laughs> so and, adult. And, and like so adult. a shelf for CDs that we all had at that time, except me. I had like a shelf that was supposed to be a shelf, but wasn't actually attached to a wall or anything oh. like that. And I was like, oh. We can live like, you can paint your walls. You can have like an aesthetic to your own being. That's kind of cool. But that obviously now reflected in all of your your businesses. Yeah. Well, I went to school for graphic design. So that's that's okay. what, what I went to school for. So that helps. So I, I just, I don't know. I'm very visual. I, everything has to be visually pleasing. I like freak out about the weirdest things. I have OCD about the... Tape, for example, tape is a thing that I have very much so OCD about. If we have it put a put up a poster anywhere, like the tape has to be straight and clean and all these things. Oh my things. gosh! Yeah, yeah. Everything has to be visually <laughs> pleasing. Like, I'm gonna make a point then. Anytime I have to hang up posters oh. at SIP, I'm just gonna like make oh. sure. Oh, <laughs> I will go and correct it. When we were close during the remodel, I actually took all the posters off our poster board down and put them up straight with matching oh pins. <laughs> <laughs> yep, visual. <Great>. Very visual. <laughs> um, SIP, obviously, in the first... When did you actually get it open? We opened June 6th of 2022. Okay. And June 7th of 2022, we decided we need to <laughs> expand. <laughs> I was going to say, it happened really quick. Yeah, I remember like going to an, like looking at an EFOM agenda. I'm like, oh, she's doing something. Is she tearing down the place? She's yeah. already closing? <laughs> nope, she's actually adding on. Because when you open SIP, laid out, kind of walk in the door and you're just like, you, Bam, yeah, you walked in. We call it the box. Like that's like when you order and the box was literally straight inside the door. So if there was three people in line, one person had to stand outside the yeah. front door. And obviously that was an issue. And then like there's four sides to the box and each side of the box was an issue. So it was like, <laughs> should we get rid of the box and get rid of four issues? Yeah. <laughs> one move. Yeah. A lot of birds. Yes. Um, but the building, I mean, it was a retail store before. It was Rusty Rabbit and we turned it into a restaurant and we turned the tiny little office downstairs into our kitchen which was very impressive that we put out as much food as we did. We had two, sometimes three cooks on top of each other. Like it was an eight-foot line. I mean, that was yeah. the entire line with two or three cooks on it. And the dishwashing station was in there. It was very claustrophobic. So, <laughs> I mean, once we realized that this was going to work, yeah. we needed to fix the problem pretty much right you away. Must have, yeah, I was going to say, you probably realized that pretty quickly. I mean, it seemed like yeah. it. It was literally the second day. <laughs> So you guys go and expand it. Now you go in and there's you a know, dance floor. You walk in, it's just like open. It yeah. actually kind of stunned me because I'd been there once before, but it was like a trivia contest when there were a hundred people in there. Sure. And then the other day when I walked in, I'm like, "Wow, there's room here. I feel mm -hmm. like I should just like spread my arms and spin around in circles." Or I, exactly. <laughs> no, it's literally and figuratively room to dance. <laughs> yes. So it's a coffee shop. It's you. You committed we're right like, away. We like when we started it. It was sort of a coffee shop. Now it's like a full blown restaurant. Yeah, it's, it's an actual restaurant. It's breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We're open seven days a week, year round, year round, year round. <laughs> yeah, and, and that was what was really exciting to me when you opened. Is that initial thing of like, yeah, we're open year round, and a lot of people say that, and then like the first slow day, they're like, yeah, we're gonna close in the winter, and we've seen that play out. For sure. I don't know. 500 times in different businesses up here. For sure. How hard has it been to commit to that and stick it out? Because even when you're successful, even like a place like Husby's that's always busy or Al's, there are some days that are dead ass slow. Mm -hmm. And you're like, what are we doing here? How much money are we hemorrhaging? Yeah. So how did it go the first year being open in the winter? 
It was actually decent. I'm not going to, like, it was not fantastic every day, but it was decent for sure. It was worth it. Yeah. And I just, I'm such a believer in keeping happy and good staff, and we have the most amazing crew. And to keep them, to not have to start over every year yeah. is worth all of it. So, <laughs> I mean, it really is. And they love being at SIP, and I feel like the crew is definitely the energy in that building. Like, you walk in the door and you feel their excitement. Yeah, you all know? your people are, are good I people. I know. <laughs> I'm so spoiled. You mentioned that. That's a really good point that maybe a lot of people don't understand about the business cycle in Door County in that those slow winter months, there's always this push and pull for a business owner of, well, there's no money coming in. Like, it doesn't make sense to be open. But then you have to go like, but what's the long tail of, mm-hmm. all right, if I keep these people employed, well... I'm sort of paying for their training for next summer that I'm otherwise going to go through this pain in Mm -hmm. May trying to revamp and and get these people in. So is it better to have eight people that are just like here all winter, even if I'm kind of losing money paying them and not saying that you lose money in the winter, but like I've certainly been in that situation in restaurants. So that's something I, I don't think that many people really understand. There's so many different ways that a business owner has to be creative and think about how to make it work up here that you mm-hmm. wouldn't have to in a place that's just like a kind of a consistent year round business flow. Well, I think, I mean, SIP has just had such an unbelievable welcoming. We've been, we just feel like, holy smokes, there's so much love. Like everyone has been so kind and spending time there. And, you know, like it's not a turn and burn place. We want people to come in and like feel like they're in your friend's house and just mm-hmm. chill out and have that vibe in there. And there's definitely that feel. And I feel customers are feeling that and especially I feel like especially in the winter where do you go like what do you do when you don't want to be rushed and you know you want to just hang out for a bit and I one of the parts that I love about SIP is you can meet a friend and then another friend just happened to come in and you actually end up spending the whole day and there's no we're not going to clear your table we'll kick you out like (laughs) the the whole point is to just hang out it's sort of what Leroy's used to be for Ephraim when Leroy's was open all year and you'd just go in there and be like, well, I'll see who hangs out today. Yeah. Like I'll see who stumbles in and yeah. have this random conversation. Who do you have to pay off in Ephraim? <laughs> oh God, no, we're not going down because that like, road. Because <laughs> like, is your, like you have this bright yellow sweatshirt on right now. Is that legal? Like, can you enter Ephraim wearing a bright yellow color? Well, or I do they... have a cover up there where when I okay. drive through like, Ephraim. It's got to be white, right? Yes. So yeah. it is pretty remarkable that maybe the most colorful place in Door County is now located in Ephraim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I mean, like I said, I need to play it kosher here, but <laughs> like the, the board, they all come to SIP a lot. Like they all embraced it for sure. So you have SIP now, you've expanded. Now you have like, you're doing trivia nights, you're doing, like you said, breakfast, lunch, dinner. You have like a, you've kind of a unique wine program too, and a, a unique approach to that, right? Oh, we just started a new travel the world passport thing, which is kind of fun. We, this yesterday was actually the second day second thursday and second country so every thursday we're doing a different country last week we did italy yesterday we did greece so we do a red wine and a white wine and matching appetizers from that country and we have a little cute passport you can get your passport stamped for each country (laughs) so we're doing that every thursday we're just a bunch of nerds we just want to come up with weird things like that it just just excites me like i want to try wines from across the world so who figures this all out for you because you already have these two thriving retail locations like how much, how have you juggled your time and how does Freddie juggle their time or is it like, or do you turn it over to your no, staff No, I mean, there? it's definitely like a team effort for sure. So Sam is our 
general manager at SIP, and she's doing a stellar job, and she comes up with great things, too. And, like, we actually, we have old fashions and cocktails on our menu now because we found we are in Ephraim, so we're not allowed to have, like, regular, quote-unquote, alcohol. But we found vodka, whiskey, and a third one <laughs> I can't think of now <laughs> that is actually wine-based. Okay. So the vodka is called vodka because, <laughs> of course, they can't use the vodka word. The whiskey, I don't even want to say what it's called. <laughs> it, but uh, So they taste similar to okay. the real deal. So we can actually make cocktails. So, like, Saturday nights we do a surf and turf with $5 old fashions. And these would be, like, are these, like, 17% like liqueur kind of things? Sort of like a... Yeah, like so, a they're, so they, they're they don't wine count based. as booze. They, yeah. They, yeah, they count as wine, even though yeah. they're, like, vodka-flavored and whiskey-flavored. Yeah, don't let anyone... Any from no. <laughs> no, it's 100% legal. It's 100% legal. I have to say it on the slide, though. The whiskey is called Wild Cock. <laughs> such a bad name. <laughs> That's great. That's perfect. Yep. Um, so now you have this place. But before that, you opened Spot and Space. And you kind of had the same, I shouldn't say same approach, but similar approach in that you were very early on committed to being open the winter, 100%, being open late hours. For sure being year-round, yes. like the same approach there, just like well, get I, people in the habit? Yeah, I think, and I mean, being accountable and being, what's the word I'm looking for? Being, oh, my word, what's the word? Consistent. Consistent. <laughs> Gee, first. I'll blame the Sweden card on that one. I don't know. <laughs> but I like accountable better. Yeah, well, both, actually. You know, like, I mean, it's both. Because so, that makes you, people count on you. Yeah, and, for sure. And you have to be there for them, and, and you're setting a standard for yourself, mm -hmm. but something then, like if you deliver on that, yeah. it makes people loyal. I mean, it's one of my pet peeves when you're like, I want to go eat at this place. And you're like, I don't know, are they open or not? And then you go yeah. on their social media and it says they're open and you drive there and then they're not. Like, yep. that's not, I just feel like accountability <laughs> <laughs> is a good thing. Like, that's, you know. Well, well, I like framing it that way, too, in the sense that, like, there's a way of approaching business in which you're just going, I'm going in here to get the money I can out of this. Oh, my God, no. I and am when so you not that person. Talk about it from, like, an accountability framework. It's like, I want... To, I'm obviously trying to make money and make a living, but I want to be accountable to my customers and my community to be more than that. Yeah. Like, And part of that is just being available and being open. And yeah. Mitch Larson was somebody very uh, early on. And maybe, I don't know if folks in Sturgeon Bay understand this dynamic as much or people from other areas. Like, in, you wouldn't have to make a list of who's open in Sturgeon Bay because it's a year-round place. Sure. Yeah. In Northern Door, you have to always play that game of mm -hmm. like, well, who's open, who's not? Is it mm -hmm. Tuesday? Are they closed Tuesdays yeah. or Wednesdays? And it makes total sense because there's not a lot of, there's not enough business to go around for everyone to be open all the time in the winter. But it is so valuable when those people do do that. Mm -hmm. And Mitch Larson at On Deck was one of the first that started doing that 25, 30 years ago. And you have a lot of slow times doing that, but over the years, it adds up and adds up and adds up, and people don't even have to think twice. You're just there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that's, I mean, it's a little bit the first couple of years. It was almost like, I'm going to bite the bullet and make this a thing. And I would love to see more businesses do it because, I mean, there are people up here in the winter. There's yeah. definitely tourists up here, too, not just locals. Mm -hmm. There's, there's a lot of fun things to do. And I mean, there's a lot of idiot husbands like me who are sitting there at 530 going, oh, my gosh, I forgot it's anniversary yeah. or wedding. Or yes. <laughs> and that has bailed me out many times because there's nowhere else to go. Yeah. And you also, in Sister Bay, that building is one that for a long time has been like this rotation of, sure. you know, little stretches of a decent business in there, long stretches of a bad business in there, some empty years yeah. where nothing was in there. And the basement was nothing, too. So you had this thing that's <laughs> yeah. sandwiched, this location sandwiched between Husby's, one of the busiest 
restaurants, the bowl, one of the busiest restaurants across the street. And then like Al Johnson's Mm -hmm. down the street. And yet you had this like kind of corner that just never worked for retail. I never even like saw it. I don't think really (laughs) before I actually went in there and looked at it to rent the place. I don't think I ever went in there. Like I know there was a retail store in there prior. A t-shirt shop. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've heard stories about what has been in the building. And the building's from 1913. Is that a hardware store way back then? Yeah, originally it was the hardware store. And the little ice cream shop that's next to it, that's now the filling station, Husby's filling station. That was actually part of the property, of my property. So long story short, like... I bought the property and then immediately the same second sold the ice cream shop to husbands. <laughs> Got that off your hands. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yes. <laughs> and yeah, it was, it was a good thing for both of us. When you decided to buy that, like, what were you, like I said, it's been a revolving door of. Well, businesses. I've never done retail before. So like going back to how it all started, I was working at Al's, I was working at Al Johnson's and nights at AC Tap, and I had a spray tanning business. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> Yeah, that was my first ever business. I was trying to think of something to make a little bit more money in the winters in Door County. So I flew to California and got certified in organic spray tanning. <laughs> and I set up a booth in my spare bedroom. And wow. uh, it, was, it was sort of fun. I get, I get lots of uh, drunk friends ending up in the booth. <laughs> but I was doing all these things, and I was just getting a little burnt out of bartending till 2 a.m., and I just wanted to do something different. So I was actually at Else one day working, and my whole mindset, my whole thought process changed because I had always thought about, like, what can I do? What am I good at? What, I, what do I know? Which is all food and drinks, like bartending yeah. and serving. That's all I've done, really. So I've always thought I was going to do something like that. But I like I was working at us one day and I worked a six to 12. And so not even a six hour time frame did I think about this. I'm like, what does Sister Bay actually need? What does Door County need versus like, what can I do? And I'm, I just thought, I'm like, I never go shopping anywhere up here. There's nothing that's like fun at that point, was what was I, early 30s? I don't even know. I can't do math. I was not early 30s. I was <laughs> late 30s, probably. <laughs> uh, so I just, like, I've never go shopping up here, and there's nothing affordable. There's nothing fun, nothing colorful. And between leaving else at noon and literally driving up the hill, I was like, if I find the right location, I'm just going to do it. Like, how hard can it be? It's just retail. It can't be that hard. <laughs> so I was driving up the hill, and there was a for rent sign in the window, and I pulled over, and I called the number, and it was Mary Jo that mm. owned the building. Yeah. So she's like, I'll be there in 20. So she came down. <laughs> she said, please. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So she came down, and we signed a contract on a cocktail napkin right there and then, and I rented the place. I was like, I have no idea what retail is. I don't know what to do. So I went to, uh, you know, Johnny Ostrand. Mm-hmm. Him, him and Betsy own Village Clothier up at the Country Walk Shops. Yeah. So I went up to John and I was like, so retail, how do you do that? <laughs> and he goes, well, the last Like in general? Like what are you? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Just uh, the general yeah. industry. Just like. quickly explain this to me because <laughs> yeah. I'm opening one. <laughs> so he's like, the last buying show for the season is in Chicago this weekend. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm going. So this, I'm not even like making this up. This is how quickly wow. I made all the decisions. And the whole time I was like, I'm just going to keep rolling until something tells me I'm not supposed to do this. And the 
thing was that I had an LLC. I had a business started for the spray tanning business, oh. so I can get into the buying show. Because so what is your LLC called then? It's called Natural LLC, <laughs> which is with I still all the spot paychecks are all signed Natural, <laughs> which is like you know a Swedish natural. So yeah, I went to Chicago. I went to a buying show and. Went to the first booth and I asked the lady, I was like, can you explain how this process goes? Because I, I don't know what I'm doing here. And like the whole time I went like, so if I change my mind, can I cancel this? Because I didn't have any money either. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm not real. I'm no, not real. The, the, it all felt very, very fake. So I went to the buying show and I spent a Nike's ton of money. And then I went back to Sister Bay and went to, which was then Bay Lake Bank. And I was like, hey, can I do this thing? I already bought this stuff. You yeah. want to give me some money to yeah. do it? That's. I mean, it's so weird. It feels surreal to even talk about it, but that's how it all started. Sometimes you, like, you can overthink something. I, I definitely do not, and ever. And think your way out of something <laughs> oh, and think sure. of all the things that won't work. And I, I probably lean that way. And then sometimes doing something like that and just making, you're like, all right, now I got to make something out of this space. Yeah. That's almost a, it's kind of like in the newspaper business, we have a deadline each week. So there's a certain point like, well, this story's just gotta be done and we sure. just gotta figure it out and find it and write it as best we can. And there might be more to it, but by Wednesday it's gotta go. So mm -hmm. same thing with uh, when when you're open, you can sit there and think about it and think about it and think about it. But if you just rent the space, you're like, well, I gotta put something in there. Yeah, I gotta figure out what that is really yeah. fast. Yeah, no, I mean, I feel like everything has been like a chain reaction. Like I am not really in control. I, I just follow what Spot wants me to do, and I, it's, I mean, every step of the way has been like that. I opened May 25th of 2013, so that was a Saturday. So on Monday, Memorial Day Monday, this shop was empty. I had no back stock whatsoever. There was like three <laughs> hangers, like three dresses hanging in there. It was like nothing left. So I was like, okay, what are, this is, okay, so I should probably quit a couple of my other jobs. I probably need to do this. <laughs> I, guess like, we're, I guess we're in it It's going to be now. a little more work than I thought. Yeah. Like, no, it was great. It was great. But like, I had no idea. But you always seem like you, you love doing it. Oh, heck yeah. I, oh, absolutely. I can talk to a lot of business owners and you can just see the stress on their face all the time. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure you definitely have stress, but- you just genuinely, like, the, you walk into some businesses and you can tell the person they wanted to be done being in that yeah, building for, for sure. 10 years. For sure. You definitely never exude that. Good. No, I honestly, like, if anything, I, I don't sleep because I'm, like, too excited to go do it again tomorrow. Like, I, it feels like Christmas Day every freaking day. Like, I just love what I do. And, like, we just had this big moving sale in Egg Harbor because we're moving our location down there. And, like, I did not actually sleep. I worked through the night, two nights in a row, because there was stuff that needed to get done to get the sale working smoothly and all that. And I, it doesn't bother me at all. I'll do that all the time. It's, <laughs> it's fun. Well, you also seem to have a good crew. Oh my gosh. Yes. And your staff seems to be like, there's like a, a culture maybe is an overused words in these <laughs> kind of ways, but you definitely have like a, like a staff culture and like, is it something you purposefully try to do? For sure. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, I say that all the time. I can dream up all these weird things, but I can't do it all. Like I, I'm only one person. I need, I mean, this past summer I had 56, I think employees total. Wow. So, I mean, I, I, I need all of them. So I, of course I need to take care of them and make sure they're happy. It means everything. I'm not, I mean, we're nothing without our staff. What do you do to cultivate that? Honestly, a lot of it is, how are you doing? <laughs> like, how, <laughs> how are you doing? I mean, and I have, I try quarterly, but sometimes it's just twice a year, sit down with every employee and be like, 
what's working, what's not working, what can I change, what can we do, like, what's your feedback, what's the customer's feedback. I'm not on the floor, so I don't hear the feedback from our customers in the same way. Mm. So I need to hear it from our staff and need to make the adjustments and they need to know how important they are. Of course, our customers are extremely important, don't get me wrong, but like the staff is the one link in between there that takes care of everything. And if they're happy, we're gonna have happy customers. That's just how it is. Yeah. So if you take good care of your staff, they take great care of your customers. The Door County Pulse podcast is brought to you in part by the Door County Medical Center. Are you looking for a job with excellent benefits, culture, and potential for advancement through tuition reimbursement programs? Door County Medical Center is hiring. For more than 75 years, Door County Medical Center has been the leader in health and wellness for Door and Kiwani counties. Their integrated medical center provides a wide range of specialties, including primary care, behavioral health, general surgery, the Women and Children's Center, the Door Orthopedic Center, the Door County Cancer Center, and more. To join the team, apply today at dcmedical.org careers. So you opened the Egg Harbor store and that's been in the same building as Fireside for a few years and you're moving it, but I know you don't <laughs> want to say what's happening next, but like what it's do customers need times. to know? Like you're not, we're, you're not pulling out of Egg Harbor. No, we're staying in Egg Harbor. Okay. We're, we're moving, we're reopening because of road construction and weather and all that stuff. I'm not in a super rush to reopen. Yeah. So we're probably mid May-ish. We're going to be up and ready, and uh, it's going to be amazing. In a different location. In a different location okay. in Egg Harbor. We're staying in Egg Harbor. Okay. What is it about you that makes people redo their highways? Because you <laughs> <laughs> you opened in 2013 in Sister Bay, and yeah. I think the construction was in the- 13, 14, and 15. <laughs> yeah. So you've been through this before. Yes, yes. And Sister Bay was, I mean, it's so crazy, and I've talked about this in the podcast before, so people are probably sick of me making this point, but like- where Sister Bay is now, to the point where people are actually saying, well, it's too busy, we need to cut back on tourism, from where it was when you opened your store just, and it still seems, it's amazing to me that it's 11 years ago, but like 13, 14, 15 were scary. Yeah, that was also like our first years trying to stay open in the winter, and there was road construction outside, and I just remember, the, I, think, I think it was 14, there was really, really cold weather for like two yes. weeks and the yeah. crew couldn't work and they parked all their equipment right in front of the only open business <laughs> on the street. Like, Husby's was open, I was open, and no one from me down to the post office was open and yeah. they parked everything right in front of me. <laughs> I was like, thanks, guys. Thanks for it's helping. It's great. It's great. I'm just seeing bankruptcy before yeah. my <laughs> Yeah. But that was, I mean... Just orange cones and torn up yeah. roads and like this weaving one lane that yeah. you could in every other week it's it was like a different direction it, or I something. I mean, I think it's all worth it. And same yeah. with like Arbor, it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be worth it. But it's going to be, <laughs> everyone's going to flip out for the next 18 months. Yeah. Well. <laughs> but I remember that in Sister Bay, like Facebook at the time, luckily now I don't look at Facebook nearly as much, but at the time, if you opened Facebook, it would just be somebody complaining about like yeah. the latest wherever the backhoe was parked, you know, yeah. that day. There's a mess. But yeah. no, you got I mean, through that. I mean, honestly, I, I tried to look at the bright side of all the things. So instead of like complaining about it, we got models straddling all the equipment and took pictures <laughs> of that. And we're like, we're open. I just, I don't know. There's, there's a reason they're doing it. Like yeah. they're making things better. So it's going to be great at the end. Um, it just happens to coincide with the fact that I'm not open in a harbor this winter. <laughs> yeah, so And it's good timing. <laughs> yeah. So backtracking to your Al's days. 
Like, so Freddie comes over here, and when do you say 93? He, I think he came in 93, <laughs> yeah. Fred came over a couple years before me. I think it was 93. My first summer here was 95. From where in Sweden? Österbymo. Okay, good. So now I don't have to try and say that word. I won't butcher it. But that's a small town, roughly a little bit bigger than Sister Bay. There's a thousand people in Östebymo. Okay, so yeah. almost exactly the same as it's, Sister Bay. Yeah, but uh, we have one pizza place. There's like, it's, you know, it's completely different. There's no tourism in that sense where it's yeah. a my little village in its tiny little county it's actually the smallest county in sweden it's beautiful it's absolutely stunning there's lots of water it's a very pretty place but people go there like hiking and stuff there's no like restaurant draw okay. or anything like that so you come here how did freddie get connected here because I'm, I'm like you follow freddie yeah like, where does well he... we actually so al johnson's swedish restaurant his wife ingert is from the same hometown as i am from so we grew up with Ingert's sister in Sweden. And huh. Ingert's sister's son, Bo, came over to the U.S. when he was 16. And Fred came after to visit Bo, and I came after to visit them. I mean, I only came here. I was supposed to visit for three weeks. And then uh, I just ended up working at Al's. Get, <laughs> get stuck. I was nighttime cashier the first summer. So you're very similar to all these other people who make their way to Door County. And then it's just like, yeah, I just... I came here to work a summer, and yeah. next thing you know, I was yeah. just here for life. But you did it by crossing the ocean. Like, <laughs> yeah. What was it? I mean, was it just like, the, was the opportunity that much better here that you stuck I don't around? Know. I just like, had fun. Like, I never, like, I've been here for a long time now, but I still don't feel like I moved here. Like, it doesn't feel, I don't know. I just don't think in those terms. Like, you still feel feel like you're on that, like, <laughs> that three-month yeah. summer? Yes. <laughs> Anytime now, I'm going to find my home. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I, it's just people are so flippin' friendly. It's such a good community feel here. Like, people help each other, take care of each other. It's it's just a great feel. There's, like, the sad part of, you know, when someone gets sick and they need financial help. That's horrible. But, like, the beautiful part, how a community like this comes together and help mm -hmm. each other in any situation like that is just... That's why I want to be part of that. Like that's and I spot tries to help as much as possible, and we donate as much as we can and help out where we can. Yeah, I mean that's a like you said the sad part is when you get your claws in or the community gets their claws into you, like you feel all those things. You know mm -hmm. when somebody gets sick and over twenty five thirty years now, you know you see a lot of that. Mm -hmm. But it, like you said, it's it's so gratifying. It's so painful to see the sadness and the struggle. And sometimes that ultimate sadness when when somebody passes, but like there's so much joy and humanity that comes out of the the help that people give each other. Mm -hmm. The crew you walked into at Al's when you come there, <laughs> that's like the uh, a murderer's row of all timers. Yeah, goodness, <laughs> goodness, goodness. Your brother, yeah, the, like the kitchen staff there it was just like a very unique time because I just remember you guys always like the whole crew rolling into Husby's, and I wonder if that probably extends to like how you the staff you try to cultivate now because what you walked into at Al's was a crew that worked together, worked their tails off together. Knit, very tight knit group. But then all went out and yeah. and had drinks together and sure. partied together. And, and yeah. I, Al's had a crew like that. Northern Grill had a crew like that. And I was like, wow, this is pretty great. And, you know, mm -hmm. I didn't know any different. Yeah. You know, just watching these whole crews come into Husby's, I'm like, this is awesome. And then it was like this whole pretty tight knit group of people all in their like early 20s mm -hmm. to late 20s at the time. Yeah, and... How many of those moved away and then are now back here? Yeah. 
There's a lot of that crew that are coming back. Yeah, we just stayed. We were smarter. <laughs> I moved away no, for a little right. while. No, that's right. You yeah. did. Never mind. I'm um, sorry. I, sorry. I had my, my five and a half, six year sabbatical. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and I think all those people, when they, I remember being like sad when our friends like Ryan Hill and Lozoff and others, Kit, move away. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, oh. They, and now they're all back. They couldn't make it. And then a lot of us, like, you start thinking about kids and you're like, oh, it'll just be easier back home. <laughs> like, yeah. Door County is sure. a lot easier. But yeah, you look at, Guys like Kit, who now works with your brother at, at mm-hmm. Al's and used to work in the kitchen there. I mean, still work. I mean, if you work at Al's, you kind of always have to work in the kitchen <laughs> at some point, right? Like, But that's such a good crew. And then it just seems like you have the same thing that you've thrown into at Spot and Space. I cannot say enough good things about my crew. And it's just Spot and Space crew, the amount that they care about actual spot in space that like I don't think that I have anyone there who just goes to work for a check like they all, all sincerely care about the business they all want good things they want it to grow they want they want to learn and grow with it I have hired so many people for certain positions and then slowly down the road you're like do you want to like come up with this brand new position because <laughs> this feels like you should be doing this instead hmm. so it's it like has changed a lot like Jessica is a perfect example she is now our social media director. She was a shop girl and she was going to school in St. Norbert. And she worked as a shop girl for two or three summers. I don't even remember now. And she was so fantastic. I was like, I just need her to be with us. Like, what can I do? So when she was about to graduate, I was like, what would you want to do? Like, I own all these businesses. Like, could you come up with a dream position? So she started just thinking about different things that she could do. Well, she feels fulfilled. That would also like work for us. Yeah. And she has just homely smokes. Yeah. Way to go, Jessica. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's a really good point about running businesses too. But I think it's particularly important in Door County. I think anybody who's successful would tell you like at a certain point, you don't hire for like the skills they have, but you just try to find the people who you want to work with mm-hmm. and who have talent and energy and they yeah. work hard. And you're like, all right, we'll figure out how to use yeah. you. Well, and and I mean, sometimes it takes a little while to figure out the best fit. For sure. But if they're, if they're going to work hard and show up and bring a certain attitude, you're like, all right, I got to figure that out. It might mean changing your business yeah. to make sure you keep that one for person. Sure. For sure. And then again, I mean, it's like, I'm, I'm not going to lose any of them. I'm going to figure it out in the winters. <laughs> like we come up with probably, well, most of the time we don't have to fake projects because we have so much. Yeah. So you much going on. Yeah. And like people talk about this off season. I have yet to see any of that. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> I'm like running around constantly. Do you think at all about, like you said, you've probably just been busy and you've been opening every couple of years opening a new location. So your, your head probably gets tossed that way, but going from like just a worker bee, filling bar shifts, filling restaurant shifts and things to being a business owner to then getting over that hump of like, all right, this maybe was a stupid idea to, Oh wait, I'm successful. I'm stable. Like now I am like, I'm running a business. And then that role of being accountable to your customers, being accountable to your employees, and then accountable to like the community at large. Have you, do you ever think about that? Like a couple of years ago, I'm, I'm at the Door County Economic Development Corporation oh, okay. event where you were named, I can't remember which of the awards it was. was You're it? making me do this, aren't you? Well, it was female business owner and minority owner. Female or minority owner. business yes. owner of yeah. the year. So you get that and award. I got double whammy of that one. <laughs> and I'm just like thinking back, I'm going, man, Door County Economic Development Corporation, like that is not something that was a, that you could ever see any of our group like elevating into like being honored by them. And then I'm like, Yenny's up there getting an award. Like, do you think much about the evolution of like 
growing into your community, into a community that's on the other side of the earth from where you left 30 years ago? It's, I don't know how to say this, but like, I don't reflect much like that. I don't, I just keep going. <laughs> I just, I'm like constantly, what else can I do? What more? What I just wanted, like, I want the smoothest running machines. I want customers and my staff to be the happiest they could ever be. Like, what can I do to make it smoother, better? I just think like that. I don't necessarily okay. think, oh, yay, look what I did. <laughs> like, that's not, I, I don't really think like uh-huh. that. That's probably why you get stuff done. There's a lot of stuff getting done. There's a lot of stuff to be done yet. <laughs> okay, so Egg Harbor. New location. At some point, people will know what it is. Soon, Anything soon, else soon. in the works? I got a couple of things up my sleeve, but it's not quite ready yet. <laughs> I have, I mean, I have like many businesses already created in my head, <laughs> but I also need to, I have a dog who wants some attention once in a while. <laughs> All right. So if anybody needs a job out there, is looking at moving home to Door County or up <laughs> yeah. to Door County and don't know what to do, call Yenny. You yep. can just take one of those business ideas and run that for her. For sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah. No, we are we are hiring right now, though. SIP is still looking for more staff year-round full-time. All right, where do they go? They can just go, stop in and you're yeah, just, just, you're, you're just on the line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stop in for coffee and then you'll be cooking this afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Yeti, thanks for taking the time, swinging in here and chatting, and uh, looking forward to hearing what's happening in Egg Harbor in, you know, due time, whenever you decide. Soon, 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 soon. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Door County Pulse podcast. This podcast is produced by Miles Danhausen Jr. and edited by Rachel Lucas. If you want to help us continue to create more great episodes just like this one, visit our website at doorcountypulse.com.